0: Love one another. Love one another. Love one another. I am not the the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I do think God is trying to send us a message here. I think there's something that maybe maybe he wants us to get, and maybe it's a little more important than brushing your teeth before you go to bed. Um, Love one another. And you saw a few times in those verses, it's not just a love like, like how I love the office or, or how I love this banana coffee. But we're to love one another as Jesus has loved us, as God has loved us, we are to love one another. I'm going to read if I can find it here. Um, just a page or two from this book called How's Your Soul. It's by, by a pastor named Judah Smith. And he says this. The other day I got upset at one of my kids. We were in the car and he did something that I told him at least five times not to do. I didn't handle it right at all. It was one of those times when you're, you're too tired to actually discipline your kids, so you just threaten them. If you do that one more time, and you say that again and again, escalating in emotion and volume each time, and then finally you can't take it anymore, and you go all Incredible Hulk on them. It's not right, of course. The rule of thumb is that if you find yourself losing your temper with your kids, you usually should have disciplined them earlier in the process. Give yourself a timeout and come back when you're an adult again. But I didn't do that. I snapped. I stormed out of the car. I walked to the back, opened the hatch and fumed, get out of the car. He whined, I can't, my flip flop. So I grabbed the flip flop and I threw it to the ground. I didn't throw my son for the record, just his flip flop. It is now permanently broken. I was so angry at this point. We went for a walk down the sidewalk and I was walking 10 feet in, feet in front of him. I was trying not to eat my young. A few minutes later, after I calmed down, I was embarrassed and frustrated with my behavior. I knew in my heart that Jesus would have handled the situation differently. My wife informed me that I had a problem. Something like, you're handsome as heck, but you're out of control. I might have made up the first half of that. So I texted a couple of my cousins for help. They have the same DNA as me, and I secretly hope they had the same problem with their tempers, because then I wouldn't be so embarrassed. But of course, of course, they're both incredibly self-controlled. As we were texting back and forth, I mentioned, I can't imagine Jesus doing this. Maybe he threw a couple of Peter's sandals, but Jesus wouldn't wouldn't treat his children this way. Jesus knew how to love everyone, all the time, no matter what. That was a revelation to me. Bottom line, I want to be more like Jesus. I want to look like Jesus, live like Jesus, and love like Jesus. I'm tired of trying to love on my own, in my own way, in my own strength. I want more of Jesus so that I can love the way he loves. I'm a long way from 1 Corinthians thirteen seven, but my desire and my prayer is that my soul would find its shelter and def- definition and purpose in God's love. I want to know this God of love so well and walk with him so closely that his love becomes part of the fabric of my soul. If you found a community in a church made up of people like that, a church that doesn't just preach love and then live like grizzly bears during the week, but a church that is committed to living and loving like Jesus, wouldn't you be a part of it? If you found a neighborhood like 1 Corinthians thirteen 7, wouldn't you move there for the rest of your days? If you found a spouse like this, wouldn't that person be the person you'd want to spend your life with? Isn't that the kind of parent you'd like to be? The kind of kids you'd like to raise? If so, then let's be those people. Mm